for a lot of us, the kitchen is the hub of our house. Everything happens there. You have entertaining happening, traffic coming through. And for the indoor cold seasons, it's sometimes hard to make that feel really cozy. We have appliances and really cold countertops, hard floors. Those are all cold and uninviting. Welcome to this Yellow Farmhouse, a podcast by me, Dana Dyer, a knitting designer and cozy living blogger from an 1834 farmhouse in Illinois. I'm a mom of three girls and a cinnamon roll enthusiast with a case of the cozies. This Yellow Farmhouse is for my fellow lovers of all things cozy and for those seeking a simpler, slow life. Today I'm really excited because we are talking about one of, well, two of my favorite topics, and that is huga, which is basically a, a term for cozy, and kitchens, and winter. Winter is, eh, it's kind of cold, it's kind of dreary, it's a good time to be inside and be cozy. So we're going to talk about how to huga your kitchen for winter. Kitchens are where we spend a lot of our time. We have a lot of traffic coming through, whether it's entertaining or members of your family coming and going. And it's really a central part of our houses and in our families even. I really love connecting with my kids over food. And we're in there so many times a day. We are in there making all of our meals and snacks. We have a door that leads right out into the backyard from there. So we're always in our kitchen. We're actually opening, we just opened up a wall that was separating our kitchen from our dining room. So now it's a lot more open. It's still under construction, but I can already tell it's going to make it so much better we just have, we opened up the wall and we just have now a really old chimney that kind of pops its way down that we have to fix up a little bit. But I'm really excited to have a little more of an open concept in this really old house. So our kitchen has bright blue tile that I'm not sure who put in, but it's it's bright, but mostly it's really cold. Like we can, even in the summer, I don't go in there without socks or slippers because it's so cold. I don't know what's going on in there, but it's freezing. And if you know me or if you're like me, I really, I like the winter and I love the fall. But as long as I can be inside or like really bundled up, I, I gotta be cozy. So imagine turning your kitchen into a cozy and even functional even in the winter kitchen and really it's easier than you might think. I have eight ideas to really add a really cozy atmosphere in your kitchen this winter that I'm going to walk you through. These are all things that I actually do and I'm a cozy fanatic. I have a case of the cozies all times a year so I wanted to share with you some of the ideas that I have for our kitchen so that you can take any of these and add them to your kitchen this winter. Okay, so the first thing that I do, especially in the wintertime, is to add a hot drink station. So I always have a coffee bar set up, but in the wintertime and especially at like Christmas time, I really amp up the coffee station. And you can do this by adding seasonal flavors of coffee. I really like cinnamon mocha. I think it's just uh, like the McDonald's McCafe. It's so good in the winter and I really like having that out. You can also create your own hot cocoa bar. 
really think like channel your inner madmen where they would have drink carts in all their offices so that drinks were just ready to go whenever. Your cozy drink setup is mostly ready for you. All you have to do is turn it on and add the creamer. So you can have hot cocoa mix out, marshmallows out, peppermints, and put them in really cute jars. I'm going to link down below because I can't remember what size they are, but my mom just got us the cutest ball mason jars that are tiny. I mean, they're not like the teeny tiny short squatty ones, but they're they're kind of long. They're tall and narrow, so they're perfect for, um, I actually put my sugar in there. So I have my regular giant canister of sugar that I use for baking, but I don't haul that out every time I'm going to make a drink of coffee or tea. I actually poured a little bit of sugar into this little jar. So it's, it kind of adds to the decoration, but it's also really easy to get to because the problem is if all your stuff is put away and you just came, came inside from the cold outside or you're just cold inside, you're less likely to go start some hot cocoa unless it's like for a reason, like your kids are also asking for it or you have friends over and they, you're offering a drink to them. If everything's already set out for you and the hard work's mostly done and you don't have to go rummaging around in the pantry for stuff, you're more likely to actually use it. So one way to keep it from being decluttered and unorganized is, like I said, using jars that are see-through so you know what's in there. You don't have to have, you know, you're not guessing what's in there. And also using trays. So for example, maybe find a nice tray, have a couple jars with some cocoa mix, some coffee grounds, a little bit of marshmallows and peppermints. And then also you can have like a little basket of I don't know, K-cups or something like that, whatever you're using, just kind of keeping it contained on a tray or just using a little bit of baskets, small little baskets that are cute or using some sort of drink cart or like using your kitchen island just for that reason. So yeah, channel your inner madmen, but for cozy drinks. Okay, the next thing that I am obsessed with in the winter especially, I actually just started doing this last year once we moved into our new house and that's making your own potpourri and so what I do is um I, I go buy store-bought cinnamon sticks and cranberries oranges all that stuff that I can't just go outside and forge around for and then I go outside and I look for accents to go with it so things like pine needles and then you can even search through your pantry through your spice rack and use some cinnamon and some nutmeg and all you do is you boil a pot of water and then once it's all boiled you just pour this in simmer it on your stove for hours as long as you're home and you might need to add a little bit of water depending on how much you put in at first and how long you are simmering it for but it's good to go all day it lasts for a while and it smells so good so last year, I actually made individual jars. I had intended to give them as gifts, and then we didn't end up doing one of the get-togethers that like 12 of these were going to go to. So I had a good stash of jars ready to go, and that was really nice because whenever I thought that I wanted to have the house smelling good and make the kitchen warmer, I didn't have to go searching for these things right then, which was good on a snowy day. I just went into the pantry and then I had a couple for 
out for decoration on our shelves in the kitchen. And all I did was boil water and literally dumped the jar in there. So in the jar last year, I made, I had, I think like two or three cinnamon sticks per jar and uh, like a sprig of pine needles, a few cranberries, and then I just poured the spices right in there. I had some cinnamon and nutmeg and I think some brown sugar even. And so yeah, every time I wanted to do, to make this simmering on our stove all day, all I had to do was pour in the jars and it made it really easy. And then also if, for example, you don't have a party canceled, which who knows this year, you can give it away as a gift. Or even like if someone gives you a gift and you don't know what to get them, you can give them this really cute jar. I mean, it was, it was cute. It was, all I did was throw things in there, but it just looked Christmassy and wintry and just like wrap some twine around it and give it as a gift, a hostess gift, and it's, you're good to go. And it just makes the kitchen smell so good because people are constantly coming in being like, what are you making? What's in here? Sniffing around a little bit and then... They kind of, they come for the, the food smell and they stay just to hang out. All right, my third way that you can really hoogle your kitchen this winter is by adding indoor plants. And if you already have indoor plants, just by finding a window in your kitchen that you could maybe relocate them to for a little bit. And because you're really, you're just bringing nature inside, bringing the outside in and just having the wood and natural greenery in there it's gonna add a lot of cozy warmth and more texture so my favorite all-time favorite indoor plant is a philodendron because it's really easy to take care of I think I water mine maybe once a week and as long as it's like in a room that gets a little bit of light you're good to go I have some in our kitchen on shelves I have a couple right in the windowsill I don't have any on the counters because I'm trying to keep those a little bit clutter-free, but shelves and windowsills, we used to actually also have a lemon tree and a banana tree in our kitchen, but we just had to relocate those to our sunroom because we have a six-month-old who thinks she's a nine-month-old who's already crawling around, already pulling herself up on stuff, already trying to learn how to walk, so we really had to baby-proof and pull those out, but Whatever indoor plants you can get away with and smaller is sometimes better because they're really easy to just kind of tuck on a shelf out of the way. Those are really good things and really easy things, especially if you already have them in other parts of your house, to add to your kitchen to really cozy it up. Just make sure that it's facing the right way if it's a north window or a south-facing window. All right, number four. I have seen all over Pinterest and that is having your cookbooks displayed. So whether that's the actual cookbooks, having them out on shelves in a decorative way, or what I've seen being moved around on Pinterest a lot is having like a recipe card turned into some kind of special memory piece. So whether it's like an actual picture that you're going to frame and put on your wall. I've seen it done really cool. People are turning recipes that are like handwritten old family recipes into things like placemats, which I think is really cool. So find your cute cookbooks and then put them out as decor. You might want to actually use them. So make them like reachable 
And uh, people can also flip through them. They can come through. They can flip through them while they're chatting. You can look through them when you're just having some downtime. You'll actually probably find some new recipes you might not have. But books are just cozy. And especially if it's anything handwritten or like a, a book that's been passed down through your family or a friend gave it to you and it just has meaning, it's going to make your kitchen so much more cozy because you're looking at all the things around you and instead of seeing oven, fridge, pantry, you're seeing things that are actually feeling cozy because they have meaning to you also. Okay, so number five is something that I'm looking at for this coming winter because we have we have something, but it's real small and it's not exactly what I'm looking for. Number five is to find a rug. So a really good kitchen rug. I don't have a ton of expertise in this because like I said, I'm still looking, but I do think obviously the the texture and just having something under your feet instead of cold tile, for example, is going to add a lot of warmth and hygge to your kitchen. Or if you don't have enough room, and one of the things I'm looking at because our kitchen's not gigantic and I don't know how a rug is going to look in it, especially because we do have a bright blue tile floor. One thing that I'm also looking at are runners. So between an island and counters, or, I mean, if you do have a big kitchen, just go all in and get a big rug right in the center. All right, the sixth way to really hygge your kitchen for winter specifically is one of my go-tos. I have them in most rooms of our house, and that is by adding twinkly fairy lights. Like I said, it's my go-to for all, all things cozy. And in order to get this or in order to keep this from looking too Christmassy or too like college dorm-y, you can opt for the really small twinkly, well not like, well some of them do actually twinkle and flash, but the really small little bulbs. Instead of getting big Christmassy ones, you're really focusing on the tiny little fairy lights. And instead of like kind of hanging them just on a wall that you might see, you might have done in college, hanging them above the entrance or above like framing your kitchen sink is really cute, especially when you kind of incorporate it with some garland, which is really cool at wintertime. You can, you can just buy store-bought garland or you can make your own if you have a bunch of pine needles out in your backyard, you can whip something up, but the key is not just having lights. It's kind of about mixing it up with a garland look because it adds it adds a little bit more of an intentional look and not like I got bored one day and decided to hang some lights from my wall. It just looks a little more intentional and a little more sophisticated, I guess. You can also hang it so it's kind of like peeking out from the top of your shelves or like above your counter cabinets. We don't have a space, unfortunately. I'm kind of bummed. Our cabinets go all the way up to the ceiling, so we can't put anything up there, but it does look really cute when it's done really well. All right, the seventh way to really cozy up your kitchen this winter is by adding cozy textures. So kind of along the lines of having a rug, but you can do this from having a sink apron, you can add table linens, tablecloths, table runners, 
You can also replace your placemats for something kind of more woven, something, even something knit, something with yarn, and really looking at the textures and prints you're using in your linens. So obviously plaid and buffalo check is always in for winter, it seems like, but literally bringing in like kitchen blankets, only they're not blankets. You're just, you're adding that look of textures and layers and blankets into your kitchen but in a way that doesn't look like you just decided to sleep on your kitchen floor. All right, my last final tip is to bring in a puzzle. And that might sound really weird. And I had actually never thought to do something like this. It actually came up from a Facebook group that I'm in. And her suggestion was, this mom's suggestion was that she, well, there were two actually, two scenarios. One mom left the box out and she didn't do anything with it and the other mom had opened the box and had actually started the puzzle so in both cases they were really glad that they did so glad that they wanted to share it with the rest of the group and this facebook group by the way i will link down below because it's amazing and it's all about cozy and huga in your home and i don't run the group but it's it's been a really really great place for me to find inspiration for my life and just feel cozy all the time that whenever I'm logging onto Facebook, it's not just always downer news or updates from friends. It's also like a burst of cozy. So I'll link that link. I'll link that group down below. Anyway, so one of the moms, she said that she had a mom friend run in to come pick up her kid or something and she told her like, hey, I can't stay long. It's going to be quick. I got to go. She ended up sitting down for an hour and just chatting with her and like completely, hopefully it wasn't anything important, but completely forgetting about her busy schedule that she had to go do. She just wanted to sit down and chat while they did the puzzle. And then the other mom said her teenager hung around instead of going to her room. She hung around in the kitchen and she even had friends come over, like friends, and this was a teenage daughter. She even had friends coming and going. And instead of being like, all right, see you, mom. We're going to go hang out. They were all hanging out in the kitchen together, just talking freely. It was totally relaxed. And she loved that her daughter just felt totally comfortable and kind of was like letting her guard down, just wanting to chat. And her friends too, like it kind of became this thing of like, I don't know, like just having your friends over and they know that this is a comfortable, relaxing place. And it really goes back to the whole idea of huga, which a lot of times is centered around connection and really like gathering and being around your people and something about puzzles really makes people stop and be like I'm gonna do at least one piece I'll do, I'll do one piece and then I'm gonna walk away and then either they do but like maybe that piece takes a couple minutes or they do and then they're hooked and they just completely are wanting to dive in and do this puzzle and because they're in the room like use that opportunity to hang out with them and chat, especially if it's someone that you don't see a lot or they're just, they kind of have their own thing going on, like an older kid or 
a husband who works crazy hours or something like that. Like it's just a really good reason to sit down and have that connection together. So yeah, like I said, these are the eight tips that I am sharing with you today. I, like I said, I do all of them. Rugs is a new one for me this year and I'm on the hunt for the perfect rug that goes with bright sea blue tile floors and yeah before you know it the place that you're spending so much time in is gonna be really cozy even in the coldest months and the people that you want to be with are gonna actually really enjoy spending time there too beyond to get food from you so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and maybe found a couple new ideas to try for this winter to kind of warm it up and Bring some cozy in beyond all your appliances and everyday kitcheny things. So until next time, I will see you guys later. Stay cozy.